Productions. Welcome to the Train Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we teach, reach, associate, isolate, nourish, and thrive. Where everything is positive, and we most definitely don't commend the negative. Welcome to the Train Podcast. Yo, 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 man. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Train Podcast. 31 days, 31 straight, man. This is March 1st, 2022, man, and I told y'all I was going to be consistent. So this is what we're here to do. Um, I got my guy Mario coming to join me here soon. Um, he should be here, should be walking in probably within the next 5, 10 minutes. But uh, I just wanted to get it started, man, and just let everybody know once again, man, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Like, share, and subscribe once again. Um, other than that, man, that's like my man Andy Frisella say, that's the fee. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, I'm not asking anybody for anything, man. Just listen and give uh, give questioning and consideration to everything that I'm saying. So with that being said, man, uh, I don't know what Mario's going to want to talk about uh, when he gets here. He sent me an abundance of things, man. That's how that's how uh, fluid our conversations is, man. Um, we can really just talk about damn near anything under the sun. So whenever he gets here, man, we'll let that conversation take off. But I do want to speak on, man, just being consistent um, with all this. So with the train challenges, man, I had to hold myself accountable to the things I wanted to do consistently every day. And with that, it took a lot of discipline. And I know I spoke a lot about those three, those three main things, man, in the first season, man. But consistency is key. You know what I'm saying? People begin to trust you and trust what you got going on when they see, man, that you're doing this shit every day. You know, um, I give the perfect example um, for why LeBron fans love LeBron. But LeBron has, for the last 19 years, I don't know how many seasons he's been in the league, honestly, but he's done nothing but elevate his game, right? Now, those that know me know I'm not a LeBron fan by any means, but I do respect what he's done, how he does it, and how he goes about everything he he has influence on so but let's just talk about his play right now his play is consistent right um like we said every year he's been in the league he's elevated his game and then he has fallen short of anything that he set out to do um he has the four championships but what i really want to mainly speak about is his stats his stats are very consistent you know when lebron gets out there he's going to put up the the 25 to 30 uh, for points, right? He's going to put up the 7 to 12 rebounds, right? He's going to put up the 7 to 12 assists as well with great sh- with a great shooting percentage as well. Um, but at the same time, his level of play is the same way every game, right? And that's why teams have trusted him. Because his play is consistent. You know what he's going to do. But let's look on the outside of that. What is he doing to get to get his body prepared and his mind prepared and everything and his team prepared to go out there and play like that every night? Right? You gotta have a level of discipline on the outside of the game 
in order to put on a performance like this every night. Right? So I heard I heard how he would, you know, spend like a million to, to ten million on his body every every off season to make sure he would be able to withhold the eighty two game season plus a sixteen, maybe a sixteen game or sixteen, maybe the thirty game playoff run. And with him, he always gonna uh, end up playing some type of game seven. <laughs> so that was my little jokey joke for the day. <laughs> but he plays an abundance of games, man, and he's always ready to play. He's never really hurt. Now you could say he's starting to get hurt now because of father time, but at the same time, his body is always ready for what has to what has to go on for those games. And that's a level of consistency consistency that people don't have. That's something that I'm trying to maintain. That's something that I'm trying to keep in my in my repertoire, I guess you could say. Right? Like I said, consistency is key. It's going to open doors for you. It's going to give you an opportunity that you didn't expect because you're setting out to get your goals and your aspirations done, right? In order for me to have wanted to get better at cutting, I had to be consistent. I had to do it every day, right? In order for me to get better at doing doing my brand, uh pressing and and cutting out my uh my vinyl and and pressing pressing it on the clothes right i had to get better at this every day so it was something i had to do on a day-to-day basis i wouldn't be able to talk my shit and people listen to me if i wasn't being consistent you know what i'm saying the things that i'm doing on a day-to-day basis people wouldn't even listen to me or or even deal with me if i wasn't being consistent with the things that i was talking about but my guy Mario has just walked in. Yo, yo, yo. Go ahead and hit that applause button. Yep. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Mario has just walked in the building. So like I said, man, when he got here, uh, he hit me with an abundance of topics this morning because I had just texted him. I was like, man, what you on this morning? And uh, I was like, man, just slide through, man. Get on, get on the show with me. So he hit me with three topics. Um, fathering. America's... Uh, role in politics and what was the third one I can't remember um <clears throat> gang culture and hip hop okay three random ass I just pulled them out of shit there. two is one we'll go hey. go in on it. hey first things first that I sent you though uh and this has been heavy on me um actually for a few years cause I've been dealing with it a little bit myself um the father's <laughs> father's rights issues um Word. yep also you know what I mean lack of black fathers in the household you know what i mean um and there's a there's a lot of things at play it's not one issue i mean we live in a country that's been trying to tear down the black household you know what i mean since its conception um man but i think you know one of the biggest things that a lot of people don't talk about is just simply accountability i mean we've all got we're both fathers. Mm-hmm. We both have, you know what I mean, excuses that we could use to why we aren't the best father that we could be. But excuses don't get you nowhere. You know what I mean? And at the not end at of the all. day, yeah. the kid's not going to want to hear no excuses. Not at all. I always say ex- execution over excuses. Amen. Amen to that. For real. Um, but like I said, yeah, I've been... um. 
I've been dealing with the father's rights issue, the family court. Uh, man, better part of like seven years. Uh-huh. Um, I went from having literally no rights to my son to now I've got all the rights you could want. Man. You know, but it was um years, numerous court dates, numerous setbacks, all involved in it, and countless amounts of money. Right. You know what I mean? But For real. That's the main thing. Get the money yeah. up out of them. Yeah. For real. Because they're going to get it up out of you. Regardless. <laughs> no matter what. Um, whether it be child support, locking you up for something, they're going to get it out of you. But uh, accountability, accountability, like we said. Um, and just wanting to be uh, good examples for our kids. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we've lost a lot of that. Um, and like I said, it's not all 100%. The father's fault, you know what I mean? The court system is literally set up for us to not succeed. Completely. You know what I mean? And then being a black father on top of that, you got the double whammy. Man. You know what I mean? I'm going to give you the triple whammy when you got a a white baby mom. You know? You know? (laughs) That's three strikes you out. You know what I mean? Um, That's the exact situation I was in, too. You know what I mean? I had the triple whammy. Yep. You got to play. You got to play. You have to play your role. So fucking great in that situation. Yes. You have to. Yeah. Be I mean, a black man. And when you say play your role, that means a tie when you go to the. Uh, all of it. You know what I mean? All when you go of to it. court. Um, all of them. You can't be John Q. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> We're using proper vernacular today. <laughs> can't be John Q. You got to be. You got to be Q John. You know? <laughs> John Quincy. <laughs> For real, though. But like, yeah, I feel it's. So for me, fathering has is most definitely one of the most greatest things I've ever done, um, will be doing, um, and will do just in just in general. Uh it's it's an undescribable feeling, man. Just waking up, man, having to take care of your kids. You know, and it's not even really take care of them when you actually do it on a day to day basis. Yeah. Like it's this is what it is. Like you here, we here, let's get it. Yeah. Like, I got my daughter right behind me screaming with daddy right now. <laughs> like, but <laughs> that's how, that's how on point it is. Like, every every second you turn around, you shit, it's daddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's father. You know, you don't, you don't get a break. Especially if you're involved. Yeah, of Especially course. Especially if you're yeah. involved. Um, on, uh, on the track they did, I heard uh, J. Cole tell 21... Um. Yeah, I pulled up to the studio. He had his kids right in the studio. That's the type of shit I like. That's what you're doing right now, bro. We got the kids in the studio, and that's the type of shit I like. They learning a uh, work ethic. Early. They got. Oh man, it my, never stops. My daughter knows how to work the camera. You feel me? Like real shit. It like, never it, stops. Never. It don't stop. She wants. I gotta uh record a a, a bit, not a video, but an audio of her playing uh trying to say like sing her song. Mm. A little Frozen song. You know what I'm saying? When I was staying at the old place. But, like, from now, I was like, all right, I'm going to go buy you a little karaoke machine. I'm saying, I'm going to invest in you. Yeah. I'm going to get you a little uh, a little camera so you could do your things. You know what I'm saying? So you could fall in love with it. Peak her interest. Yep, yeah. for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Don't, uh, so so she don't get so involved with this YouTube and phone shit, you know, mainly. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I'll get into uh, that further along the season, like the technology and shit. But I feel like uh, that's that's disturbed a lot of parenting in general. Yep. Uh, 
because it's so easy just to hand your kid the phone now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and let that be that. You know, let the let the YouTube raise them. You know, I don't think that's fair to the child at all. You know, so I make it a point, man, when I'm around my daughter, that we going to do things instead of just sitting around watching screens. <coughs> you know? Hell yeah. I mean, because... <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> that Kari pack. <coughs> That's definitely that Kari pack, and I am not running fast yet. Um, <laughs> what was you just saying, bro? My bad. I couldn't even breathe. Um, just, just basically how I pretty much just invest into my daughter, and we we do things instead of watch watch screens. Yeah, yeah. Um, cause you know that's like you said, that's super easy to do. Just hand them the phone, you can watch YouTube, play your games all day. Hell yeah. Damn near don't even interact. You know what I mean? Not at all. Not at all. I like I said, I feel like it's it's unfair and unjust to your child. Like what can they learn from that? No, you know, I I'd much rather and being that we in the Midwest, it's a little bit harder to go do things when it's wintertime. But um even when we have the opportunity, I at least try to make sure we go outside of Freeport to go do some things. So she's seeing something different. Yeah, that's you know? that's big with me and my kids too. Like I do never I never want them to think that this bubble is all there is. It's the exactly what it is. You know what I mean? It's a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to see. You know what I mean? There's more to this world. You know what I mean? Don't think that what you see here in uh in Midwestern Illinois is how it goes the rest of the world. And that's why another thing I always teach them is um compassion. Um being able to see something from another person's eyes because just because everything's all good with you doesn't mean, you know what I mean, somebody else isn't doing bad and uh, trying to walk through the same troubles you walking through, you know what I mean? I always tell my kids, you can never judge somebody's reaction to your actions. Man, you um you came over here with a with a vital point to your son the other morning. Which one was that? Um... I'm gonna let, and I'm gonna let you explain it too. Um, when he, uh, when you asked me about basketball, and uh, you had told me, uh, well, you pretty much asked me uh, who should he watch. Yeah, and then from there the conversation just took took a vital turn. You know what I'm saying? And I think he he got a lot of good information out of that. You know what I'm saying? And I could see the passion in him. Yeah, because he, he 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 looks like a passionate kid. Yeah, you he definitely is. For sure, for sure, good. He is. But uh. No, I'm go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and explain that story. Um, it's the one when I told him about working hard for it, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, I keep it real with my kids. Uh, completely. This, <clears throat> this world that we live in is harsh. Okay. Yeah. And um, if you gonna learn a lesson, it's a lot better to learn a lesson from somebody that loves you. Yep. Than somebody out here in this world that's gonna teach it to you. You know what I mean? In a way, you don't want to be taught. Not at all. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Anything that you want in this world, you got to be willing to work hard as you've ever worked for it. And then you got to be able to work harder than that. Um, I keep dropping uh, TV clips and shit that I hear. But uh, like Kanye's mama told him on uh, told him on the... Uh, Genius. Yeah. If you shooting uh, anybody that... You know what I mean? Does what you do as much as you do. They got to be good at it. You, The way you make beats is the way Michael Jordan shoot free throws. Mm. You know what I mean? 
And I uh, I dissected that for a moment because you know Michael Jordan is shooting thousands of free throws. Shot him with his eyes closed. You know what I mean? Like till his arms hurt, till his legs hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the same mindset you got to have when you're trying to tackle anything. And I always stress to my kids, like, nothing's going to be handed to you. Or you got to go out there and take it from their hands. Like, yeah, got to. You got to be hungry in this. You got to want it more than anybody. Thrive off self-motivation. You told my son, though, something extremely vital. Because, um, and this, is, and this goes for 90% of the kids in America. You're probably not going to be the biggest. You're probably not going to be the fastest. You're probably not going to be the strongest. But if you dedicate yourself to the craft, you can find yourself a lane. Man. You feel me? And you told him, you didn't tell him to go watch Kobe. You didn't tell him to go watch AI. You didn't tell him to go watch Kyrie. You told him to go watch Fred. Man, because he worked. You feel me? He worked. Never the biggest, never the fastest, never the strongest. Mentally, always a step ahead. Yep. Knows the game. Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, Fred Van yeah. Vliet. And another name drop. Man. From the Rock 815. <laughs> but yeah, my son loves basketball. Or um probably not the most talented kid, but that's that's all right cuz you don't have to be the most talented kid. But uh I wanted to ask you, you know what I mean, cuz I know that's your field, you know what right. I mean? You've got a scholarship to play basketball. So I wanted to ask you, yo, what should you be focusing on? Like, you know these kids today, they see uh the All-Star game and Steph shooting threes oh, from half court, you know what I mean? They think that's that's what we do now. But see, but on the back end of that, ESPN, they had uh, his game on the other night, and they showed his warm-up mm, before the game, that. right? You seen that? Yeah. So he started in close, yep. making damn, <laughs> not even damn there, making all the shots. All of them. So he started in maybe maybe 10 feet from the, from the, from the basket. He moved out. Every, every shot he made, he took maybe one or two steps back. And right. that 10-foot shot was like a 30-foot floater in the air. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> On purpose. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how dedicated he is to his craft. You know, so like I was just speaking before you got here, the level of consistency that you have to have. You know, LeBron is able to put up those stats on a day-to-day basis, on a game-to-game basis, on a year-to-year basis, because he takes care of his body on the outside of that on yeah. a consistent basis. Like you said, investing millions. Com- yeah. Completely. You know what I'm saying? So and and with that, so how to me how it all ties in is man, the consistency and fathering. You know, you have to if you if you wanna be if you want your child to be great, you have to set that example. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have to be you have to be that man that you want your child to be. Yeah. You can't talk all that shit. Cause they see it. They you feel me? <laughs> they see it. They yeah. peep it. Completely. I can tell you, I can tell you what I can blow a whole bunch of shit out of my ass if I want to. Yeah. But it's what you see me doing. Yep. You know what I mean? A hundred percent agree with that. It's but like I say, it's 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 fun. And you gotta imagine like those players that that get to that level, how how much better that they can get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's fun to them. Like when I look at the at the back end of this, like my daughter's three now. Those three years went by quick as shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now she's starting to talk. Now we can have conversations. Now I can teach her more. She's listening a little bit better now. You know what I'm saying? Like, now now this shit about to get fun. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, she's about to be, <laughs> she's going to be a bitch, man. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be a bitch to deal with. In bro. a good way. In a, in yeah, a good in, way. in the greatest way possible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
that's how that's but that's how tough I'm gonna build her mind up. Yeah. You Independent know? and free thinking. Completely. Yeah. Completely. They don't like that. Yeah. At all. <laughs> at all. At all. At all. Like it's like I say it's fun to me. It's fun to me because you, you don't know where where it can, where you can take it. Yeah. You know, uh the movie uh King Richard, right? You say you seen that movie. Man. I still I still haven't seen it. I ain't seen it, man. No, you ain't seen, you ain't seen it yet? No, man. Uh-huh. I was about to download it the other day. Okay. But I wanted to pay to see it, man. Because, you know, some things, I just want to give them my money. Or, you feel me? I feel that. I feel that. Okay, you did, you did stress yeah. that before. I wanted to pay to see it, <laughs> um, but I haven't yet. Now you just put the pressure on me. I'm going to go watch it tonight. Okay, the movie um, Denzel played, and I can't remember the name of it now, man. Uh, what John Q? No, not John Q, man. But he is—it's a little bit recent. But he was a father. Uh, uh, fences, oh, fences, fences, yeah. fences. I yeah. watched that. Um, and at that time, man, me and my father, man, had a little outing. Uh, when I watched that, uh, a little bit before that, and um, uh, because of that, that movie, man, he made that shit made me go go see my father the next day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, that shit didn't go the way I expected, right? But that shit made me give effort. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and seeing seeing things like that, man. The how the the father was just you know stressing greatness pretty much. Yeah, and he stressed him to you know pretty much. Uh, I didn't want to do that. So when I you know sat back and thought about uh how my father and mother raised me, they didn't pressure me to do anything. They let me fall in love with things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and that was the difference I had I had seen within that movie. Like he didn't, he didn't pressure me. My mom didn't pressure me. You know what I'm saying? Like they just let me be. That's the way it should be. Yep, for real, for real. Yeah. And but once I fell in love with something, though, that's when the pressure began. Yeah. You know, like all right, this is what you want. This is what you got to do to get it. Yep. Fact. Fact. Now, yeah. I didn't listen to everything that my parents told me. Most you know? kids don't. You know, so now I'm reverting back that back to how I'm about to raise my daughter. Right. You know, like. All right, well, everything is a choice, Demi. And that's what I'm going to always tell her. Like, if you want this shit, though, this is what you got to do. Yeah. But if you don't want this, this is what you'll get. And that's what, that's what I, that's how I always put it to her. Yeah, see, I, um, not to cut you off, my bad. No, you all good. But, um, I grew up, my, my father wasn't in the crib really at all. Or, you feel me? So, um, I had positive male leadership in the house but it wasn't my father right you feel me um most of the things that i learned that make me a good father today i learned just by doing the opposite of what my Fact. father was doing Fact. and that's and, what I, I feel like that's what should take place yeah always you feel me i'm just i'm as present as much as possible you know what i mean very much I've, so i've got both of my kids live in my household. You know what I mean? Um, as a black father, I feel like if uh, it's going to be hard for some of us to get that. But I feel like that's a blessing, bro. But yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel me? Like, I see the difference. You know what I mean? In my kids and me. I can see myself in them, and I can see where I went wrong and just where me being in the house stops them from going down that same path. Straight. You feel me? Yep, because... Yep, yep. I was too ready to let the streets raise me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel that. So y'all y'all got a lot of strong, strong men in your family though. Yeah. You know, strong minded men in your family. So I feel like that that helps a lot too. 
it's crazy because we were led by women the whole way or you know what i mean like or, this generation now you know what i mean you know a lot of my cousins cuz yeah, say y'all all cousins you know yeah. what i'm saying that's that's what's big and vital too yeah yeah so you know what i mean you know like half you cut half the hair you yeah. know what i mean y'all the next generation yeah of of and it's uh it's all know. men that were raised mainly by women yep. you know what i mean strong um, strong stronger women yeah yeah hell yeah and uh as you can see almost all of us you know what i mean we're bringing our sons over. You know yeah. what I mean? We're sitting here having the conversation. Our kids living with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can learn things from a woman. Yeah. That's for damn sure. Can. But um, a man got to raise a man. Yeah. Yeah. A man got to raise a boy, whatever, however you want to say it. You know so men, <laughs> invest in your children, um, even if it's just time. That's one of the main things I wanted to stress. I said that's how kids spell uh, love. T-I-M-E. That shit, yeah. that shit tough. Yeah, you know, like they don't, they don't know anything else, other than just the time that you spend with them. Yeah, I mean that money, that material things, they ain't ever gonna last. No, it's not. I bought my daughter a, a little bouncy house thing. Like I can't wait to pop that motherfucker and <laughs> get it out my house. But <laughs> she love that motherfucker for now. <laughs> you know, you, you know, know what I'm saying. Next year they gonna make a new one, bro. Yeah, yeah. it is, and I might have to get that one. That shit gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like I say it's fun man the the just the consistency of of being able being able to be just be a father man it's it's all love it's all yeah. love yeah got anything else you want to add add to that no not really nah. you know what I mean I see the I see I do see the tide turning though you know what I mean I do, I do seeing it. a lot more fathers being present fighting for their kids and that's a positive and uh we just need more of it that's we gotta keep fighting that stigma. One thing I did wanted to bring up with you, uh, when I had sent y'all that that one YouTube video in the group chat, uh, you know, it's one I'm about to bring up. Which one? The T Bell. Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, man, I don't know if anybody else noticed, but uh, you know, what I'm saying just just the way I think, I just I just see things totally fucking different now, and at the same time, it's it's kind of ob- it was obvious. Even though it, I didn't notice it until you pointed out. But as soon as you pointed out, it's like, damn. Yeah. Damn. It was wild as fuck to me. Yeah. It kind of blew me. So, like, the stereotype, man, of, of the black father. Um, Hollywood just showed natural media, mass media. They they portray that shit uh, terribly, man. Like, it's it's not what it is. Um, Taco Bell, man, had this recent commercial, man, where the little black boy and the and little white girl was going to prom together mm. both beautiful, beautiful couple beautiful, beautiful little couple man mm-hmm. and a right and a racial couple interracial <laughs> mm. so both both uh the white girl both had had both her parents uh present right yeah the little black boy uh just had his mother and little brother there so she had two kids without yeah. without a father present no black daddy in the picture not in the picture so, when I broke this down to a couple of people, they was like, <laughs> "Well, maybe he he's at work." Yeah. So then I said, "Nah, no, nah, because I, you know, I broke this shit all the way the fuck down." <laughs> to I said, "This is most definitely a Saturday evening. What yeah. prom? What prom is is on a Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday yeah. night? You know, you know, it's not on a Sunday. You know, so." <laughs> <laughs> 
that we going in late if it's prom. You know, you know? What I mean? we going in later. We getting off early. My son's going to prom. I'm going to be there. You know, so they just how I felt, and so how I felt about that is they was pretty much just putting it out there, man. That the black father is not present in a child's life, and I'm I'm here to tell you it's the total opposite. I am a proud fucking father. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever she got going on, I'm gonna be there for. It. Absolutely. You know, granted, like I said, granted, I'm about to move, but that's for me to make better moves for her. You know, there's Africans that leave their fucking kids for 17, 18, 19, 20 years and don't see their kids again until they got enough money to start making shit really happen. Yeah. You know, and like I say, people don't put enough emphasis on the black father. Granted, there's a lot of fathers out there, period, that don't get a lot of... um <clears throat> That aren't appreciated like that. Yeah, fathers are second, second class in fact, this country. Fact, yeah. The man, honestly, the man really can't complain about shit. You know what I'm saying? The man just has to get to it. He doesn't have time to um, sit back and just just take what the world is going to give him. Yeah. You know, no, you got to get out here and you got to get to it. Yeah. But, like I say, man, just... Just the way they portray the black father, man, is just, it's totally unfair. You know, we don't have anybody ever telling our real stories. You know, like I, when we always talk about um, our BETs and we got like a Byron Allen that owns the Weather Channel and we got like our uh, vaults or revaults, my fault, I call it vault, mm-hmm. but we got revault, things like that. Nothing's ever portraying the black father in the greatest image possible. You know, and... <clears throat> To take it even even further back in Family Matters and uh, Fresh Prince, mm, we is taking it back. You know what? What a lot of people didn't realize, and this this is hitting hard on the women. So like Hollywood, man, really wanted didn't want the the black black image. So they changed they changed both Aunt Viv and Harriet and made them light skinned Now, granted. <laughs> They, they were still black but Hollywood doesn't want that black black image of that yeah. black father ever doing anything in a positive image yeah we can't we've touched on in a different podcast black messiahs you know you can't have too many strong black leaders not at all so what they did what they did by then they, they just take them out of the uh, out of the home a lot of people don't know man in order for you to get like uh it was like what section eight or stay on section eight. Like the black father couldn't be in the home. Yeah, you know the father couldn't. The father couldn't be there. Period. Yeah, if we're gonna bring the courts into it, you know, what I mean that that's just completely set up to alienate fathers and create money for the government. That's yeah. literally all it's about. Um, you know, what I mean, from birth, you literally have no rights to your child. You have to fight to establish those rights in court you know what i mean so for real and that's gonna cost money and then um you're gonna end up probably having to pay some child support or something like that just to have visitation rights to your kid for real yeah i mean who i have to have rights to visit my child you know what i mean like it's a go ahead that's a topic we could talk about for three hours if we wanted to man i said time is it i got till two <laughs> but yeah, like it's just it's just very unfair. 
um, the things that we have to deal with, man, with just with society. Like we have to adjust towards society. We have to make our kids aware of society. And we also have to fight the system in general. So um, what's, what's some things that you think we could do, man, in order to um, press for it and make sure we're, we're holding each other accountable as fathers, fathers in general? You know, this just popped in my head, but you know, it'd be dope if there was something like a little, uh, like a father's workshop, you know what I mean? Where once a week, you know what I mean? Or twice a month, you could uh, get something together where fathers could come in, you know what I mean? And like uh, do a craft or something like that with their kids. That'd be dope. You know what I mean? Some simple stuff. I mean, and stuff that um, fathers and kids could like, Learn together, yeah, almost. I feel that. You know what I mean. I feel that. Um, but yeah, just strengthening the uh, the community and then bonds and then relationships. Period. Because I mean, they've been broken and neglected for decades. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Yeah, just being being overall overall better better fathers, man, and wanting to be there for your child, man. I think that's just something we all need to acquire in our repertoire. Yeah, you could do it, man. You could be a great father, even if the world is trying to make you feel like you're not. Even if your baby yeah. mama is trying to make it hard for you, keep fighting, keep keep working at it. Because at the end of the day, that's what the kids gonna remember. Yep, for real. Time, man. Time, time. Yeah. That's how kids know love. Time, yeah. time. As as much as you, as much as you could get, as much as you, or as less as you do get. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure you spend that time with them. You know, make make sure they know know they love. So, yeah, yeah man. Anything else? Nah, man. Anything else? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Demi, you want to say something on the mic? Come here. All right, well, she gonna be shy, man. We just gonna <laughs> cut up out of here, man. Uh, once again, man, I appreciate, man, everybody, man, that stuck around, man. Listen, uh, that's that's continue to ride, man. Uh, understand man what train is what train is about um but i don't even think i got got a chance man to tell everybody man this is mario coleman man he's the the other half of the most valuable podcast yo, yo. Uh, which i had talked about yesterday um uh, uh we're, we're trying to make a difference in the sports world man uh granted uh you know start smart start small then and then move big but i think uh we're gonna we're gonna hit on some things and continue to make it better um, we, I think we've already hit a flow, um, within, uh, that show. Um, we're figuring out our segments. Uh, honestly, man, like I said, the, the level of consistency that he showed, man, let me know, man, that, that this is going to be, be something bigger than what we, we think it is now. Yeah. We were, oh, we working, we working, yep. baby. Um, like you said, we, we, uh, we just finished up episode three, finna move on to, uh, episode four. We're going to have some interviews soon. Um, we're gonna do like some in depth, almost like sixty minutes. You feel me on some subjects? Straight up. Um, yeah, man, we got stuff in store, and like you said, we working. And like LeBron, you know what I mean? Even though he's not our guy, consistency. Yep. Real shit. Consistency. It matters. It matters. But it's been real. Once again, man. Uh, like I said, it's a lot going on in the world. Be safe. Be you. Stay trained. Um. Like, share, and subscribe. Get to the website, trainthebrand.com. Um, get to our pages, uh, train LLC. 
Trank underscore LLC, the MVP show, King Kilo 21. Uh, everything, man, it should just pop up. You'll see it. I'll post it every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Love each other. Love yourself. Peace. For damn sure. Sing a song. What's your song?